Mo Money Mo Podcast. Oh, but no money because we don't get paid for this. Yeah, we get we get nothing. Money to charity. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I am single. I did get drunk. I did buy Tinder Prime, and I fully regretted it. But yeah, here we go. <laughs> Little Nessie drove my nana to drink. Yeah, he sells Hot Wheels out of his jacket. <laughs> I'd like to think that he knew that John Terry was a huge Saturdays fan. And like Campbell oh, Soup is a, is a is a big deal. LA is Jay from In Between Us. Luigi, don't quit your day job, mate. Who do you think is more handsome? Shall we answer? Pirlo. If you say it, say it with chest. Sorry, you just have to guess. Do you want to go to the toilet? You ever seen a baby pigeon? Uh, he's he was good mates with Pablo Escobar, from what oh. I read. Mara, who? Sorry, you're a pair of twats. You know that. Hello and welcome back to Nostalgia FC podcast. Oh, hang on, no, what was that, George? What's the name now? It's Nostalgia FC. Nostalgia <laughs> yeah. FC. So yeah, Nostalgia FC. We have officially changed the name for the month of November in support of the amazing cause of Movember. Uh, you can't see us, but we are currently sporting some very fine-looking moustaches. Um, well, actually, that's not true. We're going to shave them on the day of release, but, you know, trying to break the fourth <laughs> wall there. Uh, so, yeah, basically, this month of November, any episode that we release, uh, we're going to talk all about Movember at some stage during the episode. And, yeah, we're going to be supporting the cause ourselves by changing the name of the podcast. Uh, we're going to be growing some moustaches. And today's very special episode, which is... The all-time moustache 11. Oh, boy. You couldn't have expected so, that we'd uh, get involved in November and not do this. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's less about footballing ability, more about how glorious the moustache is. So it's going to be a bit of a weird one, but, you know. Absolutely. But to be fair, there's st- hey, there's still some fantastic players in here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is there a direct correlation between moustache and quality? We'll find out as we go. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So, yeah, we're going <laughs> to get straight into this. Uh, and then towards the end, we're going to chat a little bit about November and how you can get involved and how you can help out. And then every episode we have this month, which actually is going to be quite a few because the World Cup's coming up. And every time we release an episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about November and a different side of it and a different way that you can help and get involved and help change the face of men's health. So, without further ado, let's get straight into this mustache. Now, there's no such thing as a mustache formation because... Well, that wouldn't work. So we've gone for a four-four-two narrow diamond. So sort of like the very, very, very bad formation that Liverpool are currently trying to play, very poorly. Yeah, I, I, I doubt you want to go more into that. We're all about nostalgia. So yeah, we're going to start off in goal. This man is probably known more for his hair plus mustache combination, and it is David Seaman. Oh yes. Now, there was different options here. We could have had Neville, Neville Southall in net here with a great moustache. Yeah. Uh, we could have I had... Nice, nice. We yeah. could have had uh, Rene Higuita, another great moustached goalkeeper. But, of course, we had to go, as George mentioned, for the ponytailed wonder himself, David Seaman. Now, David Seaman, famed Arsenal goalkeeper, one of Arsenal's greatest ever goalkeepers, I'd say. He had made 405 appearances for Arsenal. 75 appearances for England and sported a very fine moustache throughout. His hair changed, but his moustache stayed the same. Yeah. I uh, I always find it weird when you see him now, if he's being a pundit or anything like that, where he just doesn't have a moustache. It just doesn't seem right. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing, Dave? Come on, stick to the bit. You grew it, keep it. <laughs> now, 
David Seaman's famous for two moments for me. Uh, one, uh, that amazing double save. In fact, not a yeah. double save. That amazing save in the FA Cup, I think it was, where the header looks like, for all the world like it's going in. And then out of nowhere, David Seaman, like a cat with a moustache, gets across <laughs> and stops it from going in. And then, obviously, the other very famous moment involving David Seaman for me is the 2002 World Cup. Uh, was it the quarterfinals? Maybe the round of 16? And he gets lobbed think so, yeah. from a stupid angle by Ronaldinho from a free kick. It's not really what you want to be remembered for is conceding a goal, but... No. I mean, if you're going to get one of the most iconic World Cup goals ever scored against you, then at least you're remembered for it. And at least yeah. you had a great moustache when you were doing it. <laughs> That's the main yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> 75 caps for England's incredible, though, to be, if you yeah, think about it. it is. Like, fair play. It is. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, the competition at the time was what Neil Sullivan and I was. So I don't know if there's much in the way of uh, competition there, but there you go. Right, yeah, fair enough. So we're going to move on to the right back. So we've had a unique hairstyle and a unique moustache, and now we're going to a unique combination of facial hair. Now you'd think, oh, moustache and beard, maybe? No, this man. Had a moustache on his mouth and on his eyes. This is the great Giuseppe Bagomi, Inter Milan legend, one club man, made 517 appearances over a 20-year span, 81 caps for Italy, won the World Cup in 1982 and was widely regarded as one of the best defenders of his generation and one of the best Italian defenders of all time, which is no mean feat when you think about who else he's in competition with for that. But... We ask you to look at all the moustaches we talk about today, but especially this one, because like I said, mouth moustache, eye moustache. Moustache and a unibrow like, on the same face. Beautiful. It looks like a filter. It genuinely looks like a filter. It's insane. It's so funny. What I will say, though, is, and maybe this is why he did it, if you see like recent photos of him, he's sorted it now. He's got rid of it. He's got two eyebrows. <laughs> He looks a lot less intimidating now, and so I'm sort of wondering if there, if there was a choice in there. He looks very, very mean and very angry in the in the photos with the unibrow. So there's a picture of him with the, with the mustache and the unibrow, right? And he looks like a fully grown man. In that picture, he's 18 years old. Do not tell me that's the one I'm looking at. In yes, the it is. Is he wearing a blue shirt? He's 18. Yes. 18. <laughs> He was affectionately referred to as Lozio, which means the uncle, because he looked significantly older than all of the players, even though he was 80. <laughs> There's this thing here called the boy known as uncle. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, and then, yeah. just to top it off, our last thing on Bogomi, he was elected by Pele to be part of the FIFA 100 in 2004. Nice. Come on. Nice. Come on. He, uh, yeah. He looked weird when he got rid of the moustache. He should have kept it. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you can't sometimes. That's true. It seems a pattern here that everyone that had a moustache has gotten rid of it. Probably because they realised... <laughs> Yeah, that, true. you know, it's it's not it's not great these days to walk around with a mustache in public. Unless Says, it's November. 
I was going to say, it says the two people that are going to be sporting mustaches in November. I live near a school. Come on then, right? Looks, like I'm, staying, <laughs> looks like I'm staying single till at least December. I don't know. If you hang around in some like older people clubs, you might pull a couple of 70-year-olds. Pull a cougar. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's move on to uh, someone who... Well, let's just move on. Uh, so the next defender <laughs> is... Match of the day, pundit, legend of Liverpool FC. I say match of the day, pundit, he, he got sacked a few years ago. But it is a classic moustache for a classic man, Mark Lawrenson. Yeah, like you say, he got rid of it. Um, probably because, I'm assuming as well, when you get, when you get older, if you've got a moustache, it ages you probably. Yeah, that's true. So, because if, if you can imagine what he looks like now with a moustache, he would look a lot older. I mean, he yeah, already looks true. old, bless that's him. That's true. Very true. But, I mean, an amazing player. Uh, played for Preston North End, Brighton Hove Albion, and then, very famously, in the 80s, the all-conquering Liverpool side. And then moved on to Barnet, and then finished his career at everyone's favourite, Tampa Bay Rowdies. Yes, love a bit of Tampa Bay Rowdies. <laughs> Dear me. And, of course, uh, represented Republic of Ireland uh, 39 times. So, yeah, there you go. Tried a bit of management, didn't fancy it. Started being a pundit, was on match of the day for a good 15, 20 years. And then there's now uh, been put back in the cupboard <laughs> to retire peacefully. So good on you, Mark Lawrenson. You've got a cracking moustache or had a cracking moustache. But we uh, must move no, on. He, he he has got one. He still has one. No. Yeah, go on, Lauro. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a goatee, but, you know, there's a moustache in there. It's in there somewhere. Uh, right, moving on to his uh, centre-back partner. Now, this is possibly the most spectacular moustache on this list, uh, in my personal opinion. We're moving on to Dutch football player Ronald Spellboss. Take take some time, Google this man, because this is insane. Now, the man himself, doesn't. there's not much to say on his playing ability, honestly. Uh, he... Played for the Netherlands 21 times. He represented RZ, Club Brugge and Ajax. So he played for some big clubs. But as George mentioned, this moustache is unrivaled. Now, most moustaches are around the mouth area, right? It starts beneath the nose, above the mouth. Don't know why a man's spelling moustaches to you, but here we go. And then just sort of stays on the top lip. That's usually the way forward. Maybe it might go down to join the beard. This guy thought, you know what? Beard? No, thanks. Moustache? Yes, please. What, what should I do? I'll combine the two. So, moustache goes from his mouth down diagonally to the side of his face, like mutton chops, but connected to his moustache. And yeah. it changes colour halfway through. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's really funny. There, there is the thing where it's like, I remember if you read the rules of November, and yes, there are rules, there's a thing where it says your moustache can't be connected to any other part of your facial hair. So the, the, technically you could say this one isn't because it's t- connected to his sideburns. True. But it looks for all the world just like his moustache goes on forever. Yes. That's it, what it looks like. It's just, it's incredible. We can't talk much <laughs> about the player like we said because there's not much to say about him, but the moustache is just incredible. If you do one thing today, look at Ronald Spellboss's moustache. <laughs> a fun fact about Ronald Spellboss before we leave him regret it. Uh, Ronald Spellboss scored one goal for the Netherlands 
and an 8-0 win versus Cyprus. But that goal was later rescinded because the game was cancelled because of crowd violence. So the one goal that he did score internationally was taken away. <laughs> Great. Sorry, Ron. Great. Right, we'll move on to the next defender. Now, the next defender is a German football icon. His name is Paul Breitner. Now, Paul Breitner, obviously a left-back, one of the best left-backs of all time. He's known with his partnerships for Germany with Franz Beckenbauer and Bertie Vogts uh, for the national team. And, yeah, basically this guy was an incredible football player with an incredible moustache. So he played for Bayern, Real Madrid, oh dear, uh, Eintracht Braunschweig, that's such a pretty good, and then back to yeah. Bayern. <laughs> and he represented West Germany 48 times, winning the World Cup for them in 1974. Yeah. Hell of an achievement. Also, can we can we look at his uh, goals return for Eintracht, I'm not going to try and pronounce it, for a left-back? 10 goals in 30 games. Beautiful. Fair play. Now, the best thing about Paul Breitner, and obviously a great playing career, but that's not what we're here to talk about. It's about a moustache. So, Paul yep. Breitner, one of the pioneers of the handlebar moustache, or the horseshoe moustache, whatever you want to call it. But he paired it with a very, very nice afro. Yeah. He looks, it looks good. I'm not going to lie. It looks really good. This looks- is what... This is... This is going to upset us, by the way, because we're looking at these mustaches that are glorious, and then we're going to shave ours, and we're going to look like we shouldn't be that near a school. <laughs> well, I mean, this guy, and I can't stress this enough, looks like he should be at a disco in Boogie Nights. Like he looks like <laughs> he should be on the floor, just disco moves in the Saturday Night out. Fever pose. Yeah. Saturday Night Fever is what I was thinking, not Buggy Nights. That's, thank big, you. <laughs> big flared trousers. If he didn't play football wearing big flared trousers, I will be disappointed. I know he didn't, don't worry. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, this picture I'm looking at, he's, he's wearing a Jägermeister t-shirt, so loves the yeah. sesh as well, apparently. Yeah. But, yeah, Paul Breitner, amazing player, one of the best left-backs of all time, and also one of the best footballing moustaches of all time. And that completes our defence of majestic moustaches. So we're going to move into the midfield now. Now we're playing a 4-4-2 diamond. The diamond has got a central defensive midfielder, two centre mids, and then a central attacking midfielder. Although, to be fair, they probably all could rotate in this midfield, which is nice. Now, the man we've gone for is a very, very, very sort of uh, decorated footballer. He's won a lot. He's played for some amazing teams. He's played for Tottenham, which I didn't know, actually. Montreal Olympique. Middlesbrough, West Adelaide, and then very famously, Liverpool. And then on to Sampdoria, then on to Rangers. Played for Scotland. He's managed loads of different teams. And he is the president of the Paul Pogba fan club. It's the one and only, Graeme Souness. <laughs> Had to leave his best achievements to last, didn't I? The one he's most proud of. I mean, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> So yeah, Graham Souness uh, sported a fantastic moustache in the middle of the park uh, for Liverpool in the 80s. Lifted so many trophies with a fantastic tash. You can't knock it. I mean, you can say what you will about the pundit, but the player, 
Amazing would not player, want to play yeah. against him. That moustache as well, it looks like one of those ones, you know, in cartoons where you have a character that you can't see their mouth and the moustache just moves yeah. every time they talk. That's what Graham Souness's moustache was. So Graham Souness is a cartoon that hates Paul Potter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Graham, Graham Souness is a pundit, questionable, uh, and is struggling now that Paul Pogba's gone to talk about anything. Uh, but yeah, his well, I've, I've heard that uh, incredible. Graham Souness is now going to start commentating on esports because Paul Pogba is now featured in the new Call of Duty game. So Graham Souness has gone, oh, get me over there. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Neymar oh. and Paul Pogba have just been dropped into Modern Warfare 2. Which I think is a bit odd. Do you, would you want people using you to get killed on the game, or people killing you? Yeah, don't don't, don't know how I feel about that. But there you go, Paul Pogba's got to do something. Anyway, that's not Graham Souness now. Let's move on from Graham. Right, we're going to move on to the two central midfielders in this diamond formation, and we're going to move on to a Brazilian footballer called Roberto Rivellino. Now, this is a perfect moustache if you've ever seen one. Like, absolutely perfect. It's just majestic. And it's that. Yeah. The thing I love about him, nicknamed the Mustache Maestro, and rightly so. If you've never seen Rivellino play, go do it. Because this man was the OG Brazilian Maestro. He is very famous for sort of perfecting and potentially like introducing to the world the flip flap, later to be known as the Elastico, Ronaldinho's favorite skill move. Rivellino started that. He is the man that coined it. He started, well, if you read his description, he was famous for, well, straight off the bat, he was famous for his large moustache and then <laughs> bending free kicks, long-range shooting, accurate long passing, vision, close ball control and dribbling skills. He also perfected... So just Brazilian football, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if this doesn't tell you how good a player he was, I don't know what will. One, Diego Maradona cited Rivellino as one of his greatest inspirations when he was growing up. So if Maradona's Aww. watching you and going, that's what I want to be, you know this guy was good. Yeah. And most importantly, one hell of a moustache. <laughs> it does look like, if you typed in 1970s footballer into Google, he'd probably come up. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah, it's absolutely. just the perfect image in your head, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, moving on from Rivellino to his centre of midfield partner. Now, this guy is absolutely unreal. Hell of yeah. a player. Didn't actually make that many appearances at any club that he played for, but he played for some big ones. Uh, he started his career in Holland at HFC Harlem. Went to Feyenoord, PSV. Then his most successful span of his career at AC Milan. Went on loan to Sampdoria during that time. Then signed for Sampdoria and then finished his career at Chelsea. Uh, he's managed Newcastle, Feyenoord, LA Galaxy, and Tarek Grozny. Don't know what that means. Uh, he was once the world record transfer fee. And of course, it is Rude Hullet. What? Again, we, we talk about like hair and facial hair combinations. This was a great one. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Iconic look. So, th so some of the others are just like you know a big mustache that anyone could sport. This guy has got an iconic look that if you just saw, you didn't see his face, you just saw the outline of the hair and the mustache, you'd know exactly who it was. What I love about Rude Hullet is that it was so well maintained as a mustache 
like it genuinely looks in any picture that he wouldn't be able to grow a beard. He could only grow the mustache. It's just majestic. Maybe that is the case. Have you ever seen him with a beard? Uh, no, of course I have. Mm. No, but I mean, an unbelievable football player, like regarded as one of the great, the best of generation, inspiration to the current Dutch team, I imagine, and the generation before that too. Like his team of him, Van Basten, and uh, Frank Rijkaard, just whoosh, unbelievable players, unbelievable players, and I think his moustache just, just tips it over the edge for me. Like the, like you said, the hair, the the tash, undefeated. Yeah. But what a player possibly, I'm trying to think who else is in this team, possibly one of the best players on this team. Yep. Yeah. Although we do have some other great players on this team. Yeah, there's some good ones coming up too. Yeah. Yeah. Including the next one. Uh, we've had this guy on the podcast before. Uh, he was dropped in by our friend Sebastian North, aka Campfire Football. So this is a shout out to you, Seb. This man, again, outrageous hair, outrageous player, skills for days, Colombian legend, Carlos Valderrama. Yeah, so since um, he was brought onto this podcast and we spoke about him a little bit, I went away after that. Uh, podcast and watched some highlights from him and he's just incredible like unbelievable player and yeah what what's great is if if you're watching fo- uh, TV back then as well I guess it's probably harder to pick out the players on the pitch like to know who is who you know exactly who he is not with you? him not with him no yeah <laughs> you can see it with him what I love about his whole vibe he just seems like a super chill dude like he's got his crazy hair He's got his sick yeah. mustache, and he's wearing like a puka shell necklace all the time. Just like, yeah, when you've got, you know, you've got a surf lesson at six, but a game at eight. He's just like, yeah, just quickly get the shells on, go around, have a few bevs, and then hit the pitch. Come back off, no problem. <laughs> I mean, a hell of a player, and again, I mean, him and Rivellino in this midfield, so much skill. It'd be so much fun to watch. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, Carlos Valderrama, hell of a player, and again, more importantly, one hell of a mustache. He also played for Tampa Bay, but he played for Tampa Bay Mutiny. Is that the same team? Did I don't know. <laughs> the irony is, if it is the same team, they literally have changed their name to what they did. So it was the Rowdies, and then they had a Mutiny. They just thought, right, let's think of a new name. Mutiny? Yes, yeah, that'll do. Um, I don't think so. I think it's a different team. Ooh, rivalries. No, I don't know this, but obviously there is must be a connection. Is there a lot of pirates in Tampa Bay? Because you've got the Buccaneers in the NFL. It must be, yeah. Well, Florida, I guess Florida's like the little bit on the bottom of US that's surrounded by the sea, so I guess... Yeah. Yeah. Well, Valderrama looks like he'd make a great pirate, so yeah, I'm, I'm here for that one. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, he would be, wouldn't he? He had 619 club appearances. So now I've just got images of, for all you wrestling fans out there, Carlos Valderrama doing the 619 to other football players. (laughs) Oh dear. Move on quickly. (laughs) Yes, will do. Right. Moving up front, and someone that Drew loves and I kind of love as well. Um, it is Ian Rush. Now, Ian Rush, one of 
well, I'd say one of the best strikers the world's seen, but they've seen a lot of great strikers. But he was he was in very, very good. Uh, played for both Drew's team and mine for a very short period. Uh, United? Wrexham. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you pretend to support them as well. I swear to God. Well, surely you don't like him. He played for Chester as well. Yeah, no. That's why I said kind of. Well, Ian Rush. Unbelievable player. Unbelievable moustache. And we had to put him in. Liverpool's all-time leading goal scorer and Wales is... Well, he was their all-time leading goal scorer until one Gareth Bale came in and was like, yeah, watch this. But yeah, 28 right goals. By him, isn't it? Yeah. 28 goals for Wales. Um, in the club appearances, 251 goals and 602 appearances in club football, which isn't a great conversion rate, but he did score 109 and 182 in his first spell at Liverpool and then 30 and 42 in his second spell. Uh, in fact, I'll lie, uh, 90 and a further 245. So basically, he scored a lot of goals for Liverpool in a very successful period for them. Won a lot of trophies with Liverpool. Was great for Wales. Always gave his best for Wales. And in a time where caps were quite quite sparse, as we've mentioned before, he still managed to get 73 appearances over 16 years, which is quite a lot in that time. So considering at that time, Wales weren't very good at all. Uh, good job, Ian. We love you. Yeah, and he, he... This is quite an interesting little fact. He, in the final years of his career, so say, what, two, two or three years, at least his final four clubs, he only scored one goal. So that those clubs are Newcastle United, Sheffield United, Wrexham, and Sydney Olympic, and he scored at Sydney. But yeah, one goal. Well, another little claim for us is uh, Ian Rush is from the same area of North Wales as we are. He's actually born in the yeah. same town as my dad. And, uh, not yeah. town anymore. I'm oh, sorry, city. Sorry. Yeah, Saint Asif is a city. He's got a cathedral. Uh, but yeah, Ian Rush, hell of a player, hell of a player. One of Wales's best ever players, if not for Gareth Bale, probably would be. Well, actually, uh, Charles probably would be too. But yeah. Anyway, let's move on to a strike partner. Now, a strike partner, we've had a lot of great haircut, great moustache combinations, and this is yet another. It's German footballing legend Rudi Voller. Now, Rudi Voller, if you don't know, is one of the pioneers of the mullet. But not only a mullet. A permed mullet. So nowadays, <laughs> he'd be really cool amongst all the teens because I've seen a lot of them rocking that haircut. But Rudy Voller made so much effort with his hair and then I just have a like, tiny little moustache on my mouth and it just, the whole look. He looks like he should be in like a Miami club with like rolled up shirt sleeve, uh, rolled up suit sleeves. Do you know what I mean? Like Don Johnson. Yes. Yeah. And a really low, uh, yeah, yeah. like all the buttons done really low. I mean, a player. hell of a moustache and hair combination. And as George just mentioned, a fantastic, fantastic player. I mean, if you look at his goal record, 257 goals in 552, sorry, 542 club appearances. And another team name we've never heard before. So I'll work in reverse order this time. So he finished his career by Leverkusen. Uh, he played for Marseille, Roma, Werder Bremen, 1860 Munich. And he started his career at Pickers Offenbach. <laughs> which sounds like a fake name that someone's trying to say kick something off your back <laughs> but yeah he again his goal scoring record for Germany 47 goals and 90 appearances unbelievable 
They're still a team. I've never heard of him. Neither have I. Fair enough. Um, yeah, and he is currently the sporting director of Bayern Leverkusen. Yes, he is. Which I and did not know. He holds the distinction of being one of the only that has reached the final as a player and as a manager. So in 1986 World Cup, reached it as a player. And in 1990, reached it as a manager. Can you tell me that only three other people to do that? I mean, if you're asking me, then no. If you're asking the listeners, probably. <laughs> Go on, have a, have a guess. You can guess one. One's the same nationality. One's French. German. So... Ooh. Was Cruyff? No. No? No, I, I genuinely don't think I'm going to get this. Uh, one is Franz Beckenbauer. Okay. One is Mario Zagallo, which I didn't think he... Well, yeah, I wouldn't have got that one either. And then no. the French one just won the World Cup with France last time. Again, no. Didier Deschamps. Okay. Now, before we move on from Rudy Voller and talk about our super sub, I have to address his nickname, and I don't want to. I don't want to find out the context because I just, I just need to have it as it is. I've his seen this as well. I've just nickname seen this. is Tanta Calf, which literally means Ant Calf. Why? <laughs> if your auntie looks like that. I'm very sorry for you. <laughs> Aunt Kath, I don't get that. Sounds like a Cockney woman who runs a cafe in London. Just going down. What, darling? Coming at Aunt Kath's. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I like you said. I don't, I don't think I really want to know. I think I'll just leave. Leave that to the imagination. Yeah, true. Yeah, we'll just we'll move on from that one. So uh, a couple more picks here. That's our first eleven in the bag. So we've got a super sub, we've got a manager and an assistant manager. So <laughs> the super sub is a man that we don't know too much about. But again, if you ever want to find a better hair mustache combo, and when I say better, I mean absolutely terrible, you're going to struggle to find any better or worse than Billy Hughes. Now, Billy Hughes... I was going to say, there's a lot you could say about him, especially his hair moustache combo, which I hope people are Googling now. But there's another, and I don't think we've had this one, great footballing name for a team. Have you seen it? Yes. So his second stint in football, he was on. Uh, he played for Sunderland, 287 appearances for Sunderland. In 1967, he got loaned out to Vancouver Royal Canadians. <laughs> I swear, in that time period... All these players made like shell corporations and just pretended they played for them. Just wanted you went on holiday to Canada for a week, and they had to sort of like sanction it with the club. They're like, "Yeah, he's gone on loans to Vancouver Royal Canadians. Is that a real club? Yep, yeah, of course it is." That's so funny. But yeah, Billy Hughes. They were. Can, can we just? Can I just like go on to this? They were a club for one year. All right, we've they just... they were. F- they we were founded in 1967 and dissolved in 1968. We're about to get taken out by some Royal Canadians. <laughs> We've discovered a conspiracy theory here. <laughs> but Billy Hughes, the main thing to focus on for Billy Hughes is the hair moustache combo. Now, we can't oversell this. You've seen 
great moustaches, and this is yet another example of one. But have you ever seen a bowl cut where only the fringe is the bowl? <laughs> because that's what this is. He's got hair that goes down to his shoulders on the back and the sides. And on the front, he's got a fringe. But instead of like having a regular fringe, like curtains or something like that, he's just gone for a full-on, get the ball on the forehead, snip, snip, snip. Here we go. <laughs> he's I mean, also got a shoe shop called, called hold on, called Billy Shoes. Oh, mate. Spell, on, spell S-H-U-G-H-E-S. <laughs> There's a photo. Please find the photo. It's him just stood in front of it, smiling. Ladies and gents, distinctive shoes. Maybe they all just have a little moustache on the front. Shoes. What is he got that? It's actually his shot. <laughs> I hope not. Actually, no, I hope it is. Fantastic roll neck on the man there. Yeah, go up to the bit from this man. So yeah, our super sub is Billy Hughes, purely based on the moustache and hair combination. Um, he was an okay player, but yeah, yeah, he's got to go in for the, the hair and moustache combo. So manager, there's only one choice, really, if we're honest, and it is Vicente Del Bosque, best known for uh, his managerial career more than anything, where have you got the honours there? Yeah, he won the World Cup 2010, the European Championship 2012. He also holds the uh, distinction of being the only manager to win the World Cup, the Champions League, the European Championship and the Intercontinental Cup, which seems unfair because that doesn't exist anymore. So no one will ever do that now. Yeah, but, you know, you'd still have have it on your resume, wouldn't you? Yeah, he was the man behind Spain's success in that all-conquering period. He left before the 2012 Euros, but he was there amongst all the rest of it. And, yeah, all the time looking like a Disney dad or granddad. Just a bloke on the side with a huge moustache, big enough to cover his whole mouth. And, yeah, just an unbelievable manager with a fantastic moustache. He actually was a good player as well. 518 appearances with 45 goals. But, yeah, manager is what he's known for. That's why he's the manager of this team. Yeah, also, the moustache has got to make up for the lack of hair on his head. But the thing that makes me laugh about the lack of hair on his head is it's not fully bald on top. He has, like, three hairs that are hanging on for dear life, and he just doesn't get rid of them. I don't know if you've ever noticed. I've always thought this. Good, man. I mean, mean, well, you know, you can't knock him for trying. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you can. (laughs) Yeah. An unbelievable manager. Looks like a Disney character. Incredible moustache. Vicente Del Bosque. Now, we do have a super sub. For, no, sorry. We do have an assistant manager. Um, and George is going to quickly just don his costume for this. Uh, the assistant well manager is a fictional man who sports a fantastic moustache and a limited knowledge of the game of football. It is Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is the assistant manager of this team, played by Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> If you've never seen that show, go and watch it. It is absolutely fantastic. And if you do happen to be going around London uh, the day before this comes out, you might see George Justice. it. Yeah, so, um, and we'll go a little bit more on to me and Drew uh, doing what we're doing for November. I have decided to do it a day early 
dresses uh, Ted Lasso for Halloween. So um, I will be sporting my moustache from Halloween all the way through to the 1st of December. Um, unless I get a role where I have to get rid of it, I am just going to clarify that. Yeah, me, <laughs> me too. <laughs> but yeah, um, what a show. What a show that is. Unbelievable uh, show. If anyone, if anyone loves football, just watch this show because it may be about a guy who comes over and doesn't know the rules and sometimes it's frustrating or whatever, but it's so funny and genuinely, like, I don't know. It, it, you sort of fall in love with the club of Richmond FC uh, and they are now in FIFA as well, which is insane. Beautiful, beautiful show. Beautiful moustache. Beautiful man, Ted Lasso. We love Ted Lasso. And yeah, so there you go. There's our team. There's our ultimate moustache 11 in support of November. So we'll go through the team one more time and then we'll have a quick chat about why we're doing it. So, the team in full. We went for a 4-4-2 narrow diamond formation. In goal, David Seaman at the back. Moustache and monobrow combination. Bagomi. Centre-backs, Mark Lawrenson and Ronald Spellboss, and then left back Paul Breitner. We move into the midfielders, where our holding midfielder is Graham Sunez. Our two central midfielders are Rivellino and Rudy Gullet, and our attacking midfielder is Carlos Valderrama. Up front, we had Ian Rush and Rudy Voller. Our sub is the famous owner of a shoe shop, Billy Hughes. Shoes, Hughes. Uh, our manager is Del Bosque, and our assistant manager is the man himself, Ted Lasso. Oh, yes. Now, of course, there is a reason why we've done Mustache 11, other than the fact that we both love mustaches and coming up with pointless football teams. That is the whole point of this podcast, let's be honest. But let's talk about November. So me and George are going to be rocking some mustaches, and we are actually going to put this to a vote on our social media pages. So if you want to go and vote <laughs> on what mustaches we should try and grow... Uh, you can vote for it. You can't guarantee we'll be able to do it, but we can try. Um, so if you want to vote for the moustaches that we're going to grow, go ahead and head over to the socials and we will put that up there for you to vote on. But yeah, so November. It is comes around once a year. For the month of November, uh, men are encouraged to grow a moustache, to show support for changing the face of men's health. So the main focuses that they have are prostate cancer, testicular cancer, and men's mental health. There are many other facets too, but the main focuses are those three. And there's many different ways you can do it. You can grow a moustache. You can do Move for November, which is a new thing they've started this year, where you can set a fitness goal or a, a movement target and try and do your best to do that, all the while trying to raise a bit of money for this amazing cause, which obviously affects, well, every man on the planet. Um, so we're doing our bit. And we're going to talk every episode about a different facet of it. And we're going to talk about um, ways that you can help, uh, ways that we're raising money and so on. So if you would like to donate to the cause, you don't have to donate to us. That's not what we're asking you to do. You can donate wherever you like to November. We're not in the game of competing to get uh, the highest total. We just want to help raise some awareness of this amazing cause. Very close to Man George's heart. Um, but yeah, we love support in November. We're so happy we can do this. Uh, we're happy that we've changed our name to Most Saddle FC. And yeah, so for every episode we drop, stay tuned because we will be talking about a different facet of November. But for the start off here, if you do want to donate to us or any other November pages, head to November the website or follow the link in our bio and you'll find our November page that you can donate to as we try and raise some money for this amazing cause. Thus the Nostalgia FC Mustache 11. 
Yeah, there you go. There was a reason behind it the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're going to let you go, folks. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this, again, chaotic episode where me and George just let loose to talk about absolute nonsense and haircuts and mustaches. <laughs> this is always coming. It's only a matter of time. Uh, the next time you hear from us, it's going to be all about the World Cup. So get ready, because uh, as we announced on our socials, we do have a guest host coming to join us for the World Cup. It's none other than Mr. Owen Quilter Traffic Cup. Sorry, Mr. Owen Quilter Cone. And he will be joining us to help deliver the chaos that is World Cup football with a nostalgic spin, as you may expect from us. We've got some absolutely yes. hilarious ideas coming up, so stay tuned for that because they're going to yeah, be, it's gonna be a lot fantastic. Of fun. So in the meantime, if you want to go and follow us on socials, please do. Uh, they are? Uh, everything is at Nostalgia FC Pod, and it's on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, our email address, if you want to get in contact with us, is nostalgiafcpod at gmail.com. Exactly. Now, uh, if you head to any of our socials, we all have a link tree on there. So if you head on the link tree, you will be able to find a direct link to our Movember page. If you want to donate to us, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. We understand it's a very difficult time for a lot of people, so don't think you have to do that at all. Um, but if you can get involved in any way, sharing Movember things, getting involved with people's movements, laughing at people's mustaches, it all gets people talking. And the main aim is to get people talking about different facets of men's health, whether it be prostate cancer, testicular cancer, men's mental health. Every little helps. Sorry, that's the wrong slogan. Sorry, Tesco. Uh, every bit helps. <laughs> Every mo can save a bro is the slogan for this year. So me and George are going to support too. And uh, we hope that you can support us on our journey to look ridiculous with moustaches. Yeah. Not for looking forward to it, but it's for a good cause. <laughs> exactly. I'm married to it. It's fine. You're screwed. All right. Yep. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh, stay tuned for some World Cup content coming your way real soon. That was Nostalgia FC. Nope, sorry. This is Mostalgia FC. And that was our Ultimate Moustache 11 in support of November. And what a team it was. And what a team it was. Again, everyone, this is a planned after credit scene. Uh, so, a little fun story about my wife. Uh, so, when I was sat on my couch recently, I uh, was looking at ways that we could support Movember. Uh, we sort of had this idea in the pipeline for a bit. And then as, as, as I was planning out the team, I was like, oh my God, nostalgia. If you change the N to an M, it becomes Mo, like a mustache. Oh my God, this is incredible. I'm a genius. So, I said to Alinka, Linka, Mostalgia FC. She was like, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah, really good. I was like, why are you not reacting more than that? I was like, Mo, Linka, Mostalgia, like, Mustache, Mo, Mostalgia. She was like, oh, oh, right. I thought you were just saying Mo Salah FC and you were just going to do an episode about <laughs> Mo Salah. <laughs> oh, bless her. Love that woman. <laughs> so yeah, just to clarify everyone, it is 
Mostalgia, not Mo Salah. Mo Salah FC will come at a later date when he retires. For now, Mostalgia, as in moustache, not Egyptian man. <laughs> oh, I'm glad it is. Otherwise, we'd have to sport a, an afro instead. 